Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's conversation is a difficult one to have, but our guest says it's also a very important conversation to have. We'll chat with former MP Joy Smith about human trafficking and how her foundation is working to combat this problem and fight for the rights of women in Canada and around the globe. That's today on Connections. Today's guest is Joy Smith. She's a former MP and is now known as a leading advocate against human trafficking worldwide and a champion of women's rights. A lot of us are familiar with you. You were a member of parliament for a number of years serving in Ottawa for 12 years. And um, we've talked to you several times, especially when it comes to the issue of human trafficking. How long have you been working to end human trafficking and, and what sparked that passion in you? Well, in total, it was 25 years this last December, uh, and it started just with rescuing victims and with becoming aware of what was happening, and it was really the the girls who told me what was happening to them, and I discovered there were no laws where they could go to a court of law and and be defended, so they never talked to police. Uh, they just talked to me, and... You know, they needed to have justice. So were laws set up that you said no laws set up to defend them? If so, if anything, laws were set up to to prosecute only, and that was it? Yes. In fact, uh, the girls used to be arrested instead of the Johns, who were the perpetrators. And so when I went to Parliament, I changed that by, well, I would say God changed that because my first bill, mandatory minimums for traffickers of children, passed in a minority government. And you just can't do yeah. that because parliamentarians will get very, uh, uh, I should say, party oriented and they don't look at the issue. But God had his hand on all of this. And so I landed up having two laws embedded in the Criminal Code of Canada today uh, to combat human trafficking. And that's when it broke open all across the country because uh, traffic girls start to talk. Because mm-hmm. they wanted justice, and instead of being treated or re-victimized in the court of law, uh, they were vindicated. What's the reality for especially girls caught up in human trafficking? Who are they, and how do they wind up there? The average age of entering into the sex trade or being trafficked is uh, 12 to 14 years of age. That's the average age in Canada. 93% of uh, traffic victims are Canadian, bred, and born. And uh, Christians think it can never happen in Christian communities. Yeah. Well, that is not the case. In uh, this year, uh, I and my staff who work with me can testify to the fact that the majority of the cases that I've worked on this year came from Christian families. And so um, God has led me into a great new project where we're doing a video, a Bible study that could be used in churches and Bible study groups uh, all across Canada called the Christian Response to Human Trafficking in Canada. And on that, we take the scriptures where God talks about human trafficking and his response to, to how we have to deal with it. And then we go into real-world people from the Christian community. We have a John who serviced himself as a young married man. Uh, he would get women all the time. He worked away from home and uh, spent a lot of money. And uh, and when I gave a presentation one day, he was so moved 
by the fact that the girls were so young. He never asked their age. Hmm. And he renewed his life, and his wife forgave him, and now they're going to be on the video. He's going to be on the video. A trafficker is going to be on the video um, talking about how he renewed his life, and and he really did reform. I didn't believe him for a long time. It must be hard to, right, believe oh. people. Oh, I've changed. I've changed. It's yeah. hard for us to believe, isn't it? I never <laughs> believed it. It took me years to yeah. actually be convinced, and I was convinced because of his actions. Mm. He went and apologized to the traffic girls. He tried to. He went into crack houses. He's done so much, and his family and he are just amazing. It's like the road to Damascus. I mean, he had such a conversion. Uh, on the video is going to be a young woman who was trafficked from a Christian home uh, because she tells how easily that can happen. And we're also going to talk about, um, you know, the former Grand Chief, Ron Evans, who really took up the cause of anti-human trafficking in the Aboriginal community. He's mm. going to be on the video talking about what he did as a former Grand Chief and what we should be doing today, and he's a very strong Christian. Um, and then we have a young man, uh, Ryan Weeb, who is, um, he's actually the manager of a tractor dealership in Altona. Okay. He was so moved by the issue, and uh, I was just out in Altona, and uh, Ryan has done a lot of things. He's such a wonderful example of, he's not married, he's his you know, his nieces and nephews, he's concerned about them. And I was just out in Altona, and three families that night came forward wow. and talked to me about, you know, what happened in their family. And see, that's another thing, too, is we so often think, well, there is human trafficking in Winnipeg and downtown Winnipeg only, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. happen outside the mm-hmm. perimeter, doesn't happen in our small little town and our nice families and our nice churches, but that's not the reality. That's not the reality, um, the reality is that Christians have to learn about how the predators work and who they are. They can be anybody. I've had predators who went to church every Sunday. I've had wow. even a pastor who was engaged in it, a couple of them actually. Uh, I've had uh, two police officers uh, in the past three years. I've had high-profile businessmen. You think they were making enough money. But on the sideline, they were trafficking girls. And even in the news right now, it's breaking, you know, about these high-profile people who mm, who true. really uh, trafficked a lot of young girls. Yeah. And and so these 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 girls were living in, in silence and in torture under threats. And so the Christian community is too naive about this. You said we need to educate, and often... It's- Things I've run up against, though, is, oh, no, we don't need to talk about that here, and we don't need to, we can't talk about that in front of these people or that people, right? And, well, if we don't talk about it, then it gets worse. You know, the fact of the matter is, on my documentary, um, Human uh, Trafficking, Canada Secret Shame, we had a very brave Christian man who's well-known, Steve Bell. And he bravely got on the video and talked about how his daughter had been trafficked. And, yeah. you know, it's people like him that that take the courage to do it. Like, he's a real Christian. His family are just dedicated to the Lord. And, and you know, we think because, you know, kids belong to Christian family, but 
You know, Christ died on the cross for us. It's a personal relationship. And it doesn't mean to say that people w- will not make terrible mistakes like yeah. like the trafficker did or like the John did. But it's that personal relationship with Christ. And, and being aware that the Holy Spirit uh, is the gift that we're given when we accept Christ. And so we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. And I can say that quite personally because it's taken a lot of strength through the Lord to be able to continue on to do what I've been doing. 25 and, years of combating human trafficking, right? Well, but when I started, <laughs> I started rescuing uh, kids when I was a teacher. Hmm. And... um way back when, and then went to Parliament, and uh, I had to learn everything because I was naive um, about a lot of stuff. I was naive about the fact that most parliamentarians are more interested in their titles and in being, you know, the real uh, catchy little things that go mm-hmm. across the House of Commons. But in actual pa- fact, in retrospect, I would hope that a lot of them would would take a look at their own lives and take a look at... You know, we're on this earth for a nanosecond. Yeah. And what's next? And no one is escaping not going on. That's right. On right. the next step. <laughs> yeah. So we're here and we only have a, a very short while to get right with the Lord and to listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say to us. So in this Bible study, you know, it goes through a lot of things that are really real world challenges. And it's not just going to a Bible study and everybody talking to their friends and going through a few verses. We're talking about an issue that's touching Canadian families every single day, and they better wake up and start doing something about it. Prayer, knowledge goes a long, long way, and that's what they should be doing. How can we pray about an issue like this? How do you pray about it? Well, it's easy. You just get down on your knees and you just say, God, you know, Open yeah. the doors to me. And open you, my you eyes. You have said, hey. open my eyes. Yeah. Uh, former Grand Chief Ron Evans, in his testimony, said, you know, he used, uh, you know, some verses from Romans and other uh, scriptures, and it was, open your ears, open your eyes. And, you know, I remember the day when former Grand Chief Ron Evans was finding out about human trafficking. I was giving a presentation at East, Eastview Church here in Winnipeg, and there he was. It was a big crowd, and he was right in the middle of it. And all of a sudden, as I was talking, I saw the tears come down his face. And I knew that God had really moved him. And what he did was he took up the cause, and he found out as much as he could. He put out a brochure calling, called Sex Slaves in, in Winnipeg, and and he talked about human trafficking and how the Aboriginal community can protect themselves. So we have champions amongst us, like Ryan Weeb from Altona, yeah. like uh, Grand Chief Ron Evans, like Donald Bouchard, the former trafficker, like Nicole Hunter, the very brave uh, young woman who spoke out about the human trafficking, uh, like Ryan Martins, who is a John, and who, you know, he's just... He's doing so much good because, you know, people hide their sins. They think, exactly, right? you know what? Yeah. I just get my nice suit on or I go to church and I sit there and, but you know what? God sees everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then they often 
maybe they get to a point where they want to reveal their sin, but then they're kept in the darkness by the fear of revealing it, right? And it holds them There's back. There's a lot of fear around this but issue. But once it comes out, it's You're out. so right. Right. One of the ladies I was talking to when I was presenting the fact that this is going to be launched in, uh, it's going to be launched, it's, uh, it's going to be done in, in April. We're having the formal launch at the prayer breakfast in September, but I'm also going to Ottawa to speak at the dinner, the prayer dinner, uh, in Ottawa in May. And so I'm talking about it all the time now because this fear factor you're talking about is huge. I had a lady who came to, um, the prayer study as I was introducing this topic and she covered her ears. Yeah. And she said, right. no, 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 no. It won't happen to my family. I don't want to hear this. It disturbs yeah. me. I can't read books. I turned to her and I said, you know what? You'll be the first one to come and see me when your kid is trafficked. Yeah. I think, I think you sh- should find out something about this. Just listen and learn. She heard it. <laughs> and at the end, she gave me a great big hug. Yeah. And she said, you know what? I thought it'd be much different, but you know, we don't tell. We, we paint the picture, but we don't have naughty bits. Let's right. put it that way yeah. in any of our materials. But even scripture, we've kind of sanitized in the English language, right? If you look at the original mm-hmm. Hebrew of a lot of stuff, it's very, whoa, <laughs> I think <laughs> straightforward, I, right? Yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> no matter what people say, I've heard people say the Bible is too complicated to read through and through, but all they have to know is, you know, all they have to do is receive Christ as their personal Savior, and then they get this wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then, but you have to be willing and we have free will. And a lot of us as Christians, we want to live the good life. We want to have all our nice circle of friends. We want to talk about nice things and sit in front of nice movies with popcorn. We don't want to hear about things that are happening that are not so nice in our community. But yeah. why did I have the majority of my cases from the Christian community this year? Yeah. And it's been building the last five years. And I just, I've just, I'm completely dedicated to getting this video out. Uh, do you think that has technology ch- changed trafficking and made trafficking easier for predators and Absolutely. things like that? Absolutely. Yeah. They use the internet all the time. They make, they have systems like these traffickers are smart people, you know, and we're training bankers now on what to look for. Ah. Because, you know, the girls will deposit large amounts of money after 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that money gets transferred into somebody else's. Ah. That's trafficking. Yeah. Because who deposits money between 12 and 6 a.m.? Yeah. Nobody except the girls who are servicing the traffickers. I would Ah. say one in a million people would do that. But... And then it goes out of their accounts and large sums of money, not just a little bit of cash. You know, they make between $260,000 to $280,000 per victim per year. We're wow. talking about big money. And then you'll see it being laundered through another, you know, where it goes to a couple of other accounts. Yeah. And then in the end, it lands up in one account. That's the head guy. Wow. And, you know, uh, police officers and bankers, everybody now is on board looking for how these guys do this. And Canada has a lot of human trafficking in it. I'm so looking forward to the new Bible study material out in April, you said. Tell us about um, how we find out more info on your foundation and materials and uh, other education resources that you have. 
Well, you know, just going to my website, it's very simple, www.joysmith.com. Thank you so JoySmithFoundation.com. Like uh, Mrs. Smith said earlier, we can pray for this issue. Pray for her and her staff, too, as they work to end human trafficking. Thank you so much. Thank you. Don't forget, you can listen to the full conversation again on your radio station's website. You can also find it as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you again on Connections.